I'm Bianca and welcome to the All Things Empathy podcast, a new podcast focused on the mindset, skills and tools for a more empathetic world around us and within us. Before officially kicking off with the first episode, I wanted to begin by sharing some background on what motivated a podcast about empathy in the first place and what to expect for the upcoming episodes. This one is split into two parts. Part one is the why of this podcast, why empathy and why now. Part two covers more of the what and the how and will give you an overview of what to expect, the kinds of topics we'll cover and how they can benefit you at work, in your relationships and within your community. I'll share where part two starts in the description in case you'd like to head straight there. Before I jump in, At the end of the day, my experiences are probably nothing like your experiences and you've arrived here for for completely different reasons. That's awesome and welcome. But I also wanted to put this out there so you get a sense of where I'm coming from and how things got started. To me, it feels like while the world seems more uncertain than ever, at the same time, it feels like there's this increase in all or nothing or black and white thinking of why things are the way they are. All or nothing thinking meaning to think in absolutes, such as life is wonderful or it's terrible. Or another one is that's right or it's wrong. That makes sense. I for one tend to look for certainty in times of uncertainty. But if we become very fixed about our beliefs and our view of the world, It can come at the cost of empathy towards others and what their view of the world is. It's probably worthwhile to pause and define what empathy is. There's lots of ways to describe it, such as the ability to understand another person's feelings or their point of view by putting ourselves in their place. According to Very Well Mind, empathy is vital for three reasons. It allows us to build social connections with others. It helps us learn to regulate our own emotions. And it also promotes helping behaviours. So not only are you more likely to be helpful when you feel empathy for other people, but they're also more likely to help you when they experience empathy. It also mentions on their website, one of the barriers to empathy is something called dehumanisation. That is a very intense word. It's where our ability to feel and understand the experiences of people who seem different to us is lower. And one of the ways this tends to occur more is when people are physically far away from us. For example, if we watch an international disaster or conflict on the news, it may not be as impacting as if that conflict is happening right around us. This could be because one of the key ways to develop empathy is through connection, dialogue and meaningful relationships with others. So if something that rapidly helps us to have empathy is spending time connecting and forming relationships with people, what happens when we're physically distant from most of the people around us? And during this time, the way we mainly learn about people is through media content. And the people creating the content aren't 
necessarily the people themselves a lot of the time. Or sometimes we may only read the headline of what content is available. Perhaps some content is being censored altogether. Or what we see depends on what we've watched or read before. I do think most of us are empathetic on a daily basis or at least have access to the ability to empathise. But perhaps that empathy is limited to people who view the world similarly to us. They vote the same as us or of the same gender, race, abilities, sexuality or faith as us. It's easier to have empathy for people we relate to. It's much harder to have it for those we don't. Where we might get tripped up is this worry that if we seek to understand someone else or we have empathy for them, then that automatically means we agree with what they agree with or maybe even that we're selling out on our own beliefs. But this is not the case. Understanding someone else's point of view or where they're coming from isn't the same as agreeing with them. And by genuinely taking the time to hear someone else, we often learn something new about the topic at hand or that person and grow ourselves in the process. There are a number of reasons I wanted to start this podcast, but I'll quickly share just a recent example from a conversation with someone that really stuck with me. They mentioned their friend had been sharing content from a media outlet. The person I was talking to disliked that outlet because of its political leanings. And as a result of their friend sharing content from that outlet, they were in the process of trying to decide whether they still wanted to hang out with that person or not. This may seem like a pretty small, even insignificant thing that probably happens all the time. But it got me thinking, imagine this slowly happening at scale all over the world, within our family, friends, workplaces, neighborhoods, and communities. While there's really nothing wrong with disagreeing with a particular political agenda or surrounding ourselves with like-minded people, I do think filtering people we like or not like spend time with or not spend time with based on factors such as political views really does matter and poses a threat to our collective humanity. Not to get too deep here, but I wonder how these things, which start out as small thoughts, then influence our real world actions over time, impact our ability to connect, to be accepting of differences, and to coexist with one another peacefully. This is because we can't stay in bubbles forever. Eventually we'll have to engage with someone outside of the bubble. The less we do this, the easier it is for us to see others as a threat and for them to see us as a threat. We're already seeing the negative impacts of what happens when we allow ourselves to become too separated. And I don't know about you, but I don't actually think I would like to live in a world where everyone is the same or agrees or sees things the same as me. Because if everyone is thinking alike, then someone probably isn't thinking. I also wanted to speak for a bit about highly empathetic people or empaths. 
because in complex environments like the one we're in right now, the risk is that empaths will shut down. As we are highly attuned to the feelings of others, empaths can end up over-filtering what we want to say and end up saying nothing at all. And this would be a shame because the unique and valuable ways empaths can contribute to the restoration and strengthening of our communities won't be actualized. My hope is that through more platforms opting to hold genuine spaces for empathy, then empaths will recognize their value and feel confident to put themselves out there more. So what is an empath or a highly empathetic person? We'll deep dive into this more in the first two episodes, but essentially it's someone who's highly attuned to the feelings, needs or energy of those around them. They can be highly sensitive, so they can absorb other people's emotions, highly intuitive. They can gather and make sense of information of how people are feeling beyond just what they're hearing someone say, and they can be very introverted. So that can look like easily giving up their own energy or very quickly taking on the energy of those around them. This could play out in very practical instances like the level of noise or the number of people in a room. Empath traits can come about in lots of different ways through genetics, your personality, upbringing, or even things like childhood abuse and neglect. And if you're not aware that empaths or being a highly empathetic person is a thing, you can walk around all day feeling like there's something wrong with you. You're probably told you're too sensitive, you're too quiet, you're antisocial, you need to take more risks. But there are unique and wonderful strengths of empaths, such as deeply caring about others, being curious, deep listening, strong intuition, good sense-making skills, and critical thinking while having lots of heart. Without recognizing and learning how to apply these strengths, it can feel sometimes impossible for an empath to share their own ideas and views. They feel caught in the middle, overwhelmed and confused by information, and often drained and isolated. It can be hard to know where you fit and feel really lonely. But if this is you, you're not alone. I'm excited to share knowledge, tools and stories that can help us navigate the world and contribute our unique strengths to it. Personally, I've spent a pretty long time being one of those chronically agreeable people, keeping the peace, valuing everyone's perspectives to the point where I lost sight of my own. I'm coming to realise it's not a very authentic way to live. But this is because I've spent a long time viewing these traits as weaknesses, especially when many people come across as quite confident and are sometimes forceful of their own perceptions, beliefs and opinions about the world and the people in it. It's so easy to second guess yourself. Do they know something that I don't? But the goal here shouldn't be 
Who is the most confident? Who is the loudest? Who is the most convicted of their truth? Holding a space for the middle ground, for different perspectives, for changing your mind, for taking time to think, curiosity, respectful disagreement, for compassion towards those who we don't agree with. These aren't weaknesses. These are things we desperately need more of in the world right now. So whether you're overflowing with empathy and have no idea what to do with it all, or you'd like to learn more about how to develop your empathy skills, we'll be diving into the mindsets, practical skills, tools, along with stories to help cultivate empathy in our workplaces, communities, and for ourselves. We'll be focusing on a few key themes, curiosity, relationships, community building, and empathy for self. There are a ton of incredible people in communities everywhere doing some pretty amazing things to bring people together in spite of their differences. And I'll be sharing their experiences, ideas, and advice with you. The kinds of topics we'll be covering include the psychology of empathy, what's an empath, how to ask great questions, navigating tricky conversations, expressing your ideas, and meaningful ways to look after yourself when the world is draining you. Each episode will also include an empathy experiment, a mini experiment you can try to put the mindset, skills, and tools into practice in your world. And finally, while the stories of people will be part of all episodes, we'll also be doing a monthly episode called Devil's Advocado, This is a wordplay on the term devil's advocate, which means to present an opposing point of view. In devil's avocado episodes, we'll have a variety of different guests on the show and ask them a bunch of questions about their views with the aim to unpack those views, but also to get beyond them to the life experiences, stories and values which shape them. We're just starting out, so I'm sure things will evolve based on your feedback. This show shouldn't exist unless it's meaningful and valuable to you. And so we're very open to change what needs to be changed. In summary, this podcast is about all things empathy for others and ourselves. But more than that, it's about restoring our communities before they're too fractured to repair and being courageous enough to believe that we can, beyond restoration, make our communities better places than they have ever been. It's about holding on to hope for humanity, no matter what. Because while emotions such as anger are very normal, they're understanding and at times very necessary, I believe it's no longer okay for political and social leaders to tell people to get angry and to encourage division in service of an agenda, such as climate change or gun rights. Maybe anger and groupthink will propel the cause, but it comes at the sacrifice of mental health of individuals and the stability of our communities. We shouldn't let ourselves become the collateral damage of a cause. Thankfully, we have another option. Empathy can broaden our depth of perception 
and helps us to make choices which are driven by compassion instead of driven by fear. And that is a mighty power we hold that no one can take away from us. All Things Empathy is a brand new podcast launching in February, focused on cultivating curiosity and collaboration in our communities. No matter what your political view, age, abilities, ethnicity, social status, gender, sexuality or faith, you are welcome here. And I hope that you'll join me in shaping this space. Thank you for your time. And I hope to see you again soon for the first episode. Take good care.